0: We
1: sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We
0: got nothing better
2: to do than watch TV and have a couple of. Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 154. On this episode, we have a few news items and then we'll discuss recent episodes of Ben and Kate, The Mindy Project, Heart of Dixie, Parenthood, Elementary, Revenge, and. And Homeland, it's going to be a busy one Plus a reality check and a TV on DVD pick You can find the full show notes with time codes for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 154
0: I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com
1: I'm Jason the TVholic from tvholic.com
0: And I'm Ray from raylee.com Alright, well,
2: I just had a birthday
0: Happy birthday
2: I'm feeling old
1: Yeah. Welcome to your 30s
2: Welcome to your 30s. Yes. 30 doesn't feel any different than 29 yet, but I feel like it might. It's going to start to.
1: Well, you know, that's the thing about birthdays. It's like the 25th year doesn't feel any different than the 24th and doesn't really, 26th, 27th, it keeps going that way. But then all of a sudden at 30, you look back and go, wow, it's a lot different than 25.
2: Yeah. I mean, I own a house now. I didn't own a house at 25. So there's some changes, but that's not necessarily age related um but so yeah i got a blu-ray player so that's exciting and i asked my mom to get me mulch this is the big difference for my 25th birthday i probably asked for like booze or something and now i'm like just get me mulch for my garden or salt for my water softener oh how the times have changed i'm gonna go on to the news Fox has moved the season two premiere of touch to 2013 and will run kitchen nightmares this fall as of 1026 do we think this is because touch sucks and that's they're like pushing it back or do you think it's because they're looking for like um, more fall like more drama in the spring
1: I think that they decided that uh maybe they could do put it in place of, of fringe when fringe finishes out in you know, mm-hmm. January or something instead of running it at the same time. I'm not sure what else they I mean because they only really have the following to add uh wise, in and so I I guess they uh, maybe they just decided that, you know, they'll run uh, the the mob doctor as, as as long as they can or they'll just deal with it and then and not move anything into that spot on Mondays during the fall and and save touch to put in for Fringe and then have the following takeover on Monday nights uh, come January.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. It's one of those weird moves. It's just one of those weird things that uh, the networks do where they're just like, here's what we're doing. And then a month later, they're yeah. like, yeah, we're not really doing that anymore. We're going to do this now.
2: We'll see. Love me some Kiefer. I have not finished season one, but that gives me more time. Um. Next up, Fox has picked up Ben and Kate and the Mindy project for full seasons. Ray right? and I went back and forth about why it constituted a full season today because Mindy gets nine episodes and Ben and Kate only get six. But I saw someone post that Dana Fox is pregnant, so they didn't want to make her do twenty-two because I think she'd be due when they were going to do the third, like the last three episodes. So they just did six. They're going to have an eighteen-episode season or nineteen-episode season, and most likely make room for the Goodwin games when that comes back. So I'm excited for Ben and Kate because I love it, and the mini project second episode was better than the pilot by like a mile, um, which we'll actually discuss more when we talk about it. But so I mean, good for it. But I don't really care about Mindy as much as I did about Ben and Kate.
1: Well, I think you know they kind of, uh, unless one of them just completely tanked, they kind of had you know kind of had to with their throwing their hat into the ring for. You know doing a two-hour comedy block on tuesdays yeah Uh, if they showed any signs that you would that you would keep with them uh for a season to try and cement that that lineup and hopefully they can get more people to start watching uh them but we'll talk more about that when we get to the
2: yes also being picked up. NBC has picked up Revolution, Go On and The New Normal for full seasons. Here's where I stand. I've watched one episode of Revolution. I have the others on my DVR. I've seen every episode of Go On because it's growing on me and The New Normal I've seen every episode in a total hate watch kind of way. Like I am I am full on hate watching.
1: The way the first few episodes uh, have gone, you know, ratings-wise and stuff like that, I can totally see why they picked up Revolution and Go On. Uh and and I like the idea of them picking up Revolution for a full season, so at least you know that you're gonna get a season, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Uh, with these type of shows, I think uh anything that you can do to say to you know, to fans or potential fans that it's it's gonna be around, uh, that you're gonna at least get to see a season's worth of story helps a little bit. Uh go <clears throat> on, you know, I really like And, you know, I could totally see why they picked that up. Uh, The new normal, I mean, I guess I can see why they picked it up, except of the three, I was like, really? That's the – they picked that up already? I guess maybe they wanted to just, you know, keep those two together. But when you you look at the ratings, the voice, and then it drops off a little bit to Go On, but Go On still has pretty solid ratings. But then it drops off again to the new normal uh, in that second half hour. And so I was kind of surprised that it got that early of a pickup, but...
2: I don't know, the new normal sucks, but anyway.
1: But then when you're um, NBC, pretty much, I I think maybe, even if you have a, a show that sucks, that everybody's talking about how bad it sucks, they're still talking about NBC,
2: No, <laughs> people are talking about that show like it's the second coming of Jesus. It's not. It's terrible. Um, also, HBO has renewed Boardwalk Empire for a fourth season, which... I never know what network, like, what HBO is doing, like, you know, ratings-wise. So I I don't know if this is a surprise or if it's something that we expected, but it's been renewed.
1: Apparently, it's, it, in this season, it's doing roughly the same as it did last season, ratings-wise, which is, you know, they're having, I, I guess it's something like six, seven million people watch it. Uh, but, you know, for the most part... Uh, for the premium networks and stuff like that, they really don't count. I mean, they look at the ratings and stuff like that, but it's not as big a deal as it's really is the overall amount that it gets watched, whether it plays the ratings in that spot or whether it's watched uh, on demand or, or whatever. As long as it's keeping people paying their monthly bill to keep HBO or Showtime or whatever, that's all they really care about.
2: I guess. So that's our news, folks. There you have it. (laughs) I don't have anything else to add. Um, So we have a lot of talk, I mean, a lot of shows to talk about in prime time. So prime time. Can somebody tell me if Only in My Dreams was by Debbie Gibson? Anybody know that answer? Only in my dreams. As real as it may seem. It was. I'm pretty sure it was. And then Old Navy did the Only in My Jeans. Yeah. Okay. I've just solved the answer. I've solved the question or solved the problem that I was having. So anyway, now we can talk about prime time. Now that I've had that conversation to myself, it reminds me of a conversation. Did I ever tell the story of the time my sister had a conversation with herself about whether a local convenience store um, sold peanut butter or not? This is a tangent worth going on because it's hilarious. So we were sitting at lunch one day, and it was me and my friend Max and Brains. And uh, Brains said to us, do you think Wawa has peanut butter? And before Max and I could answer, she's like, no, probably not. And then before Max and I could answer again, she was like, well, maybe. And then before Max and I could answer a third time, she was like, yep, they do. I'm going to Wawa today. I was like, okay. We reflect on that conversation a lot. Anyway, that was nothing related to television as it normally well, is other
1: than it was about a family member and that Ben and Kate is about family.
2: Yeah, that's the only reason that it relates at all. Because nothing I say ever relates to anything. Um but anyway, Ben and Kate season 1 episode 2 Bad Cop Bad Cop. I want to start by talking about the <laughs> the um pre-credits or during credits singing performance that Echo And uh, Nat Faxon performed. It was genius, you guys. I love an off-the-cuff song that is related to nothing and was clearly improv That's why Garth and Kat were always my favorite on Saturday Night Live, those two people that never had uh, songs and then made them up. But anyway, what did you guys think of the episode?
0: Well, well, this was the PTA one.
2: Yeah. Well, this is the one where they lie about where they live.
0: I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um. Especially since I know a lot of people who do that.
2: Like makeup where they live.
0: Yeah. Nice. Not up where they. I mean, it has to be a friend or it has, yeah, to, be, yeah, yeah. You know, it has to be somewhere you can get mail. But. <laughs> but they don't like where <laughs> they, they don't like the school district they're in, so they lie about. I mean, she specifically was lying so she could go. Her daughter could go to her school. Yeah. But. In our area, it's more about we don't like the district we live in. Like the school our kid's gonna go to is low rated. So we <laughs> say that we live at our friend's house. So I thought it was funny. I thought it was like, I thought the, when they took over the house of the parents, that was funny too.
2: <laughs> when, and they were, like, I liked that they were in on it. It was like, this is all we practice for. <laughs> yeah, like, was- they knew this would happen someday and they all planned for it and they all made it happen. And how, like, just frustrated his dad was. But his mom played along totally. I
0: loved it. What did that say to her? Like, oh, I wish I could remember when they were having the argument about something and he said something like, I'm going to need you to leave your own house or something. I can't remember what he said.
2: Something like it that.
0: It was funny.
1: Well, I did like I at just, the end where they were like, just Just take a walk around the block a couple times.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, she, when she shuts the door behind them as they're leaving their own house. Um, I just I, – I think the show is really, really funny. I just love it. And I think that Lucy Punch is used in a way that she's not being used too much so far with the whole don't date uh, um, an old man. And just the way that she is and like acts like Maggie uh, Elizabeth Jones is like her age and is like a grown-up is amazing. Uh, this one I love when she like points out her bracelet randomly. This one, she's just genius. She is genius, and she's been used sparingly enough that she's not going to get annoying. So far,
1: yeah, I I really thought that this episode sort of lived up to like the promise of the pilot. You know, mm-hmm. in that it didn't, uh, you weren't like, oh, that was a good pilot, but wow, they really don't have an idea what they're doing. Uh, I also like that this was a problem created by kate and not necessarily by yeah. Ben, who's the you know so they showed that even uh she can still get the, you know kind of get them into trouble with something that she's doing uh you know even though it's for maybe a less odd or weird reason than something that her brother would do uh but still i liked it
2: i think it's important that they did that too in the second episode so they established that it's not always going to be about ben doing something wrong
0: Ben is the one who gets them into the initial situation. The,
2: <laughs> well, he's not the one that gets him into her lying about where they live, but well, he is the true. one that gets them involved in a party.
0: <laughs> that. No, no, no. He's the one that gets him called to the principal's office.
2: Oh, yes. True. True. But she just makes it worse, which I think is amazing.
0: Yeah. And I didn't mind the, like, it's funny because I actually liked Ben's story there with how he's gives in and gets her whatever she wants, the kid.
2: Oh my god! His tennis Only um, instruction too at their tennis game or their tennis yes. practice. Genius, and his his impersonation of Alan Ruck after being in front of Alan Ruck for five seconds, and he's like, "That's me! You're doing me!" And he's like, "Yes, I am." Amazing. I just think I think it has. <laughs> just thought of the scene at the bar where BJ's like chat me up and he's like I haven't practiced I don't have a backstory I don't have anything and then he pulled out uh, Sully from oh my god it's just so funny and he has the accent oh my god I just think the show is so well done I think the whole cast works especially you know I think the whole cast works including you know not not in spite of but including the little girl
0: oh yeah
1: yeah I I think they're they're they've got they've put together a nice ensemble here, um, and so far they've used them all really well in the first couple of episodes, and uh, you know I really hope that a f- you know a few more people check it out.
2: I do too. I do too. I mean, you have a whole season now to check it out, so do that for us. Because I
1: mean, like, raising hope didn't you know start out so great, and uh, hasn't really
2: been so great <laughs> with, the, with its.
1: But uh, I mean, ratings wise, and then. Yeah. It, but it dropped off a little bit to Ben and Kate and then back up to New Girl and then back off for uh, the Mindy Project. So, you know, but I I definitely would like to see them uh, give, you know, watch the whole two hours. <laughs> yeah. What
2: are you doing? Well,
1: what are do you doing? Mean, you, know you,
2: you don't even need to watch the first, you know, watch the first hour and a half.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. We're not
2: huge Mindy Project fans here, me and Ray.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Mindy.
2: I'm not sorry. You did this to yourself.
1: <laughs> okay, speaking of the Mindy Project.
0: That's she next. She's the reason I don't like the show. So. She's
2: the reason I don't like the show. Okay, the Mindy Project, season one, episode two, hiring and firing.
0: And since okay. I don't think she's going to fire herself.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly, I think Chris Messina is doing fantastic work as the curmudgeon. I think um, that the addition of Ike Barinholtz as the um, <laughs> as the jailbird is great. Um, Beth Grant was great in this episode. Mary Beth, Mary, Mary Ann Marie Beadle, one of the best characters ever. I mean, that's not how she played in this episode, but see, she plays all the time elsewhere. Um, it's just Mindy Kaling. I she talks too fast or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like her. Like, I can see where the joke would be funny if it were delivered a different way. Yeah! (laughs) Which is weird because she's the one writing the joke. (laughs) Like, I guess that's what makes the difference between how I can find some of her episodes of The Office, like, to be some of my favorite episodes of The Office, but when I'm watching her perform her own work, I'm not, I'm just not getting it. Yeah. Not laughing.
2: I did like that she had, like, uh chocolate fountain in her office. Like, that was so... And I did like Steven Tobolowsky being, you know, being on the show, and how he's like, oh, is it Oscar ballot season? Like, he understands this character. Um, I don't know. I just... Like, I'm sorry, we're supposed to root for Mindy, and she makes a dude buy her three different froyos? Really? Just suck it up. But anyway, I mean, yes, these are the little things I have a problem with, but... <laughs> Um,
1: I do think um, that. What if she? What if she would have eaten all three of them, and because you really like the froyo, so. I, was,
2: I mean, if she of- eaten all three froyos <laughs> and eaten all of them and not been a bitch and been like, "Buy me new froyo," then it would have been a different situation. Um. <laughs> and one thing that Ray and I talked about: a lot of people online were talking about how they were they were upset that it lost like the quirkiness from the first episode to the second episode. I'm like. That's why I liked the second episode better. It was less Mindy-centric. You got some time with Beth Grant and the guy who plays the British guy. Like, it was not Mindy all the time, 100% of the time, which is, I think, what made me like it more.
0: For me, it was also the lack of, like, the swimming pool Barbie type of yeah. scene that I, like, initially in the first in the pilot, we got to that scene and it, it was at that scene that I was like, yeah, this show is not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not going to do it for me because I don't find this scene funny at all and I don't see the point of this scene other than to be, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so the fact that this episode didn't really have, like, the closest they got was when the guy, uh, when her nose is, when she's all bloody. Yeah. Um, and that was just disgusting to me, but that wasn't, wasn't on the same level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I thought they dialed that back a little. I don't know if they'll stay that way or not, but it felt like something that's pretty typical that you see in the pilot, and then once the show gets going, you kind of end up losing that quality. Yeah, because it's hard to maintain those type of things every week. Anyway.
1: I don't know. You, I really Jason? liked it. How
0: did you... <laughs> <laughs> what you really liked that scene? No, I really like.
1: The, I really like the second episode. I mean, I I like the show. I mean, I like. You're allowed to like it. I liked in the, I liked in the opening or in the the meeting, you know, where she calls the meeting. She makes a couple of references to actual things that are actual sort of like criticisms of the show, uh, types of things that that were that were kind of funny. And then when they pulled back and she had a chocolate fountain, I mean. <laughs>
2: A chocolate fountain that—that was endearing to me because I want a chocolate fountain in my office. It would be a white chocolate fountain, and there would be no strawberries, but whatever.
1: And uh, it did tone down some of the, uh, you know, the more outlandish stuff. Uh, But I think it still worked in the, you know, showing her trying to be, you know, a different person a little bit, uh, but yet still showing how crazy she can be, like with the froyo stuff, which is why she has trouble uh in the dating world but uh I, I like that you know she's she stepped up at at work and uh, even if <laughs> it got her punched in the face but uh, the, just a lot of the i i really like the interactions and stuff like that i think i really wasn't sure going into it but i i like uh her i think her delivery is is funny i i'm glad that she i was worried about it cuz she was always the annoying character on uh, you know, the office, and you were never sure, like, how much of that actually is her and how yeah. much of it was a character that she's playing. And it's nice to see that she was actually playing a character there.
2: I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm going to continue to watch it. I don't know, Ray, are you going to continue to watch? Uh,
0: um, <laughs> my Tuesday nights are pretty crowded. So once everything is back on Tuesday, which I think it actually might be right now, but um, I probably will not. But for now, I'm watching, but I probably will not continue for very long because
2: mm-hmm. it
0: really just isn't working for me. So, And I have no problem with other people. It's just like my friend Greg would say that I just hate all female comedians, so <laughs> I don't
2: <laughs> I feel like you kind of do. I do. I feel like you kind of do. Um, but that's okay. Just
0: all female comedians who get their own shows.
2: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's true, you guys. So
0: it's true. Also, I don't hate De Deschanel. That's true. Is she really a comedian, though? I don't know. That, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever.
2: Okay. That's that's the Mindy Project. Um. So, yeah, we're moving on. Heart of Dixie, Season 2, Episode 1, I Fall to Pieces. I'd like that she pulled a Kelly Taylor, but also then didn't. <laughs> Like, she pulled with Kelly Taylor, I'm picking me, and then still slept with
0: Wade at the end. <laughs> well, she picked herself and decided that meant she could sleep with whoever she wants to sleep with. I have some issues. <laughs> Not specifically with this show. I'll just state that. Like, I actually enjoyed the episode. Yeah. But The entire time I was watching the episode, I just kept thinking, you know, I'm just so sick of the will-they-won't-they they between two men. Like why does every female centric show have to be that? <laughs> Which isn't really fair to like saying that about this show, you know what I mean? Cuz it was already set up. It's not like they <laughs> Like it's not like they suddenly <laughs> brought it back after it had been right. Like it wasn't, you know, it's not fair to blame to say that about the show when it's been an ongoing thing. But I think it just suffers from me having watched awkward all summer. <laughs> And feeling like every episode of Awkward was about the same type of thing. And I was just like, I'm just so sick of that story. And ironically, her picking herself um, rather than picking a man, even though she does in the end, um, actually makes it worse because it means it's going to come back at some point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she clearly comes up so that at some point she would consider George, but not when she's going to be the rebound girl. So, and she's obviously still into Wade, so. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't
2: be? Come on.
0: Right. And I mean, I don't really blame the show. I understand, you know, that the, I'm sure they'll go back to that, but whatever. It, it just gets on my nerves. I'm just over it. I just want there to be. I was more interested in Lemon's story than I was in Zoe's story this particular episode. I like Lemon. Which you didn't like her all last season, so.
2: um, I know, she kind of grew on me as the season went, and as, as I start to realize that Jamie King can actually cry, like, well.
0: I think she did really good in this episode. I like the idea of the, she has to try to find who and what she is, and that she recognizes it, too. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yes. I like that.
1: Yeah, I think they've showed some, you know, a little bit over the course of the first season, some growth in that character, but then with this big moment, a huge you know thing of growth of her, you know, rethinking what you know what her, what her life has been like up till then and uh, what she wants it to be you know possibly going forward. And so, it definitely was a an an interesting uh, storyline. I always like when she she and uh, zoe end up like somehow helping needing to help each other out
2: mm-hmm. but yeah,
1: and they sort of get a little bit closer but then at the end they're like but i you know still don't like you <laughs> you know like uh, it, it's a it's an interesting and fun uh, relationship that they play with there the choosing between two guys thing is uh it is kind of annoying uh I I I would like to see them throw somebody legitimate into uh, the works that she could possibly fall for that would uh, you know sort of stir things up.
0: So you want to add a third? <laughs> you want to add a third?
1: <laughs> it'd be different, <laughs> you know. it be and the Wade character just bothers me in in that he spent like the whole first season season like pining after her and then when he actually had a legitimate shot he like completely uh, you know
0: now, see, I think you could read it two ways I think some of it is the writing there to be honest because it felt like his character kind of regressed a little
1: <laughs> a lot
0: <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> he had, like made a lot of steps forward in the you know what I mean in certain things however on the other hand you could see it like he saw that she now had a legitimate chance with George and he was kind of putting up a wall like I'm going to tell you that I don't want you before mm-hmm. you tell me that you don't want me. Um, so it could have been a couple, it could have been like the way that was written. It could have been the way he played it where he didn't, the guy would have hoped to see a little more that we would be a little more aware of what he was doing. If that were the case uh, instead, it just felt like the writers kind of regressed him back to the sex guy that we saw at the beginning. Yeah. There was yeah. no
1: like scene like of him by himself or, or, you know, look on his face or him with you know uh uh, somebody else you know the only thing that would make me think it
0: was how he was acting at the very end when he was fighting with george like that would be the only place that maybe i would kind of yeah say that we got a little bit of not enough clearly there wasn't enough like it felt like he was a different character and i was like all right well I'm, I, you know what I mean, like I'm filling in the blanks because I don't want to see them that way because I actually (laughs) like Wade, but it did bother me a little as well. Like I felt like the writers kind of dropped the ball on that one.
2: Guys, I have great Um, news. This is this is worth an interruption. I was just saying this weekend how there's a lamp in my kit, my living room that I have had for four and a half years, and I have never changed the light bulb. Uh huh. And the light bulb just burned out as I'm sitting here on the phone with you.
0: Exciting! For that.
1: Breaking news.
0: Breaking news! My my (laughs) lights go out. (laughs) Power outage. Oh, good lord! Anyway. Power outage. uh, I will say that I still love. My favorite part of the show has to be Zoe and Levon. Like they are just my. I just love their.
2: I love that he's like you need a girlfriend, (laughs) and it was a girlfriend from my favorite show, Girlfriends. Sorry. (sighs) So exciting! You guys know how much I love Girlfriends. The television show girlfriends and golden brooks is from girlfriends and i was so excited
1: yeah those those a uh, couple of scenes between her and Levon though were really great where she was trying yeah. to get advice and she was like <laughs> worst girlfriend <laughs> advice ever
0: yes <laughs> i just think those two have a really good chemistry and i like that i guess part of it is that i do like that they have like a friendship that has nothing to do with there's no romantic overtones and it doesn't feel like the show will ever go there with
2: no that. no you're right
0: like I like that there can just be a friendship there, you know what I mean?
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> that, that a um, guy and a girl can actually be friends.
0: Yes. Well, in general, I like the the little like I like it when Wade is mixed in with them. Like I like that whole that group of people who live there at Levon's. Like I like that setup. <laughs> I could watch a show that's just about them. A who's the boss? These company type of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway,
2: I just I'm excited to see where the season goes.
0: Lemon should move in there. All right, sorry, she shouldn't because that would totally be awkward with Levon. But still,
2: I mean, down the line, I I mean they they're gonna be friends, right? Like Lemon and, and Zoe, they can't be enemies forever.
0: Yeah, I can't tell if if she's gonna first be friends with this other girl or if they're gonna use that girl to sort of. Bring Lemon and Zoe together. Can't you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah. since Lemon doesn't particularly like her.
0: Like right now, it seems like the that I can't, wish I could remember her name. Her her character name, not her actual name. Like yeah, right I don't time, remember her name either. It seems like she and Zoe are close, obviously because Lemon doesn't like her and whatever. Um, but I just wonder if they're gonna flip it somehow. Um, so we'll see. I mean, clearly she's there to be a a. Oh, what's that called?
1: <laughs> A foil?
0: A foil for Lemon because she she is going to compete for Lavon's attention and you know what I mean she and Lemon don't get along so Anyway, whatever.
2: All right, move on. I'm, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens this season, friends. Moving on, by the request of um is this Himena on Twitter, Happy Bunny. Yes. A request to talk about parenthood because I'm always talking about how it makes me cry, like a lot, and it's just so good, you guys. It's just so good. I can't even. I can't even.
0: Zach Shepard's face during that, yes, scene. It was so. I I was like choking up.
2: <laughs> it was so restrained and so like, who would have ever thought that this man from punk I know would turn into like every week. He is pretty much like my favorite person on the show. Yep. And God, Monica Potter's doing amazing work. Yeah. So this episode, this episode of season four, episode four, the talk, which is I, the talk after um, Jabbar. hears the N word at, at the recording studio. And, and you know what, what kind of follows from that? Also, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about Sarah and Mark. Because of Ray Romano. Stupid Ray Romano. Um,
0: I actually think he's doing really well on the yeah. show. I do
2: too. I think he's <laughs> yeah. doing
0: really, really well. I hate and he, what it. And he and a great great character. chemistry too. They really uh, do. And yeah, we haven't seen. I mean, I guess maybe they initially thought about bringing him in when they were worried they were going to lose. What's his name? Mark?
2: Yeah, uh, Jason Ritter.
0: And now I don't know. You know what I mean? Like we haven't seen him very much. I don't know. It's an interesting yeah. – I like both of them, so I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Right.
2: I um, Well, yeah, so, so talking about Monica Potter again, she – there was a scene in episode three, actually, not in episode four, where she's on the bed and she's um, – she tells – what's his name? That she's scared and she wants to be allowed to be scared. Oh, good mm-hmm. lord. I literally – every time I watch Parenthood, I sit on this couch and I have tears – essentially streaming it's an ugly cry it's an ugly cry i just cry and cry and cry
0: i'm the same way it's not pretty no no it's not pretty at all (laughs) um i actually thought i liked this week a lot because it truly was about parenthood this whole like every story this week felt like it was really about you know what i mean what it means to be a parent um and, it, and it's funny that I noted it because like, I, it's not so much that I don't think the show itself is about not hitting those marks. I just thought it was interesting that this particular week I felt like every story really, really drove home what it means. You know what I mean? In, in different ways, what it means to be a parent. Yeah. Um, and I really liked how they all kind of pulled that together. I don't know. It was really good. I don't know what's going to I'm just really – I'm kind of afraid <laughs> for the freak out. That Max is gonna have when he doesn't win,
2: but maybe will yeah, be. A that's thing. what makes me concerned.
0: Maybe it'll be a logical thing. He'll see that he just didn't get the numbers to win, and so he'll feel like okay. But I feel Which, like it could go either way.
2: I mean, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be on a level where he's like upset or embarrassed that he doesn't win. Because, like you said, like he didn't even notice that the signatures were like right.
0: It would be Negative more like he can't do anything about the vending machine.
2: Yeah.
0: Um,
2: oh, his obsession with the vending machine. I mean, it's so true to life. Like I've I've known uh, people with Aspergers, and and that's that happens. That's not they're not playing it up for you know TV purposes.
1: Well, I have to say on this show, with a a lot of things they do, I mean the a lot of times when a show goes to like a, a cancer storyline, you are just like ah. Oh, but the way they're handling it on on parenthood it just seems I, I don't i don't even know what to say about it i mean sh- monica like you said monica potter is doing uh great stuff but then he's doing well too with showing you know the the scene with him and his niece at the recording studio
2: oh my god you know that where- scene where he like finally tells her. Well, the two is scenes. Thick.
1: The earlier when. He, where he freaked he just, out on her. Yeah, he freaks out on her, and she has like no idea, but you do. You know that he's just like any little thing's gonna like set him off. But then later, when he like actually tells somebody, you know, and tells her, uh, you know. that oh my
0: whole... God. And it isn't even about. Things that set him off. I think it's also about things that he can control. Like he can control what's going on with her. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like he takes control and he gets all up in her face about it. But like that's only because he has no control elsewhere, and he just feels like he's got to overcompensate everywhere else. This week it was with his parents. It was the, why am I even here? Oh my god, he just leaves?
2: Yes. Which is a good segue to, I love the Matt Laria character introduction. I am a huge fan of Luke Cafferty from Friday Night Lights, Matt Laria. Um, Now a buffed up ex-soldier coming on Parenthood for a couple episodes. I just, I thought it was really well done. Giving Zeke something to do. Because he's for so long gotten nothing to do or something stupid to do and... I don't know. The only thing I don't care about is Victor, but I pretty much never care about Julia and Joel. So.
0: <laughs> I mean, I liked it from Joel's point of view this week. Cause I like Joel a lot. I don't really that, care I, about Julia, but that's
2: true. I don't ever really care about Julia because she's so ridiculous, but I do care about Joel. So it was nice to see him kind of like how happy he was when he finally wanted to have a catch. Like that was cool.
0: I also thought of the scene where he tells them, you know, in the room before he says something about doing catch, like when he tells them, you know, I don't, I just want you to do this because I like it, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like that whole scene, like I just liked that scene a lot. Cause it was very, it was a very honest scene. Um, I'm not sure how many parents would actually do that, but I liked, the, I like the way it played out. So. Agreed.
2: Agreed. So parenthood, yeah. it's the best show that people are not watching. Yeah. My friends.
1: <laughs> it, is, it is by far the best show that practically nobody's watching.
2: It's so good. It's so good. Um, and it's only going to get better. You guys. So that's Parenthood. Elementary, Season 1, Episode 2, While You Were Sleeping. Um, I don't know. I like this show. I really like Johnny Lee Miller. I really like Lisa, what's her name, Lucy Liu. I almost said Lisa Ling from The View. Um, Lucy Liu, uh, Aiden Quinn is great. I just love it. It's not really recreating anything. It's not reinventing the wheel by any means, but it's a nice show to pass the hour.
1: So, CBS, Ray, what did you think? You guys
0: know I'm not watching this show. <laughs> did you watch the premiere at all? I did not watch anything about this. I'm not watching this show. Sorry.
1: Really, you're not going to even you're not even going to try an episode.
0: No, I just don't care. I'm not interested in it. I don't. I mean, if you if like at the end of the season or in the middle of the season, everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's such a great show!" But nothing anybody has said about the show at this point in time has convinced me that I need to watch the show. <laughs> It's convinced me that it's a decent show and that I probably would enjoy it on a just a you know what I mean from that perspective, but it's not something I'm interested in. So, why should I sit down and watch it? I just don't. I got other things I gotta watch. Sorry, I
2: got other things to do. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh my god, Sweet Brown, everybody. I love Sweet Brown so much. I don't know. I didn't, I don't actually remember what happened in this episode. I know he burned a violin, but then had another violin and he played it at the end. Um, but it was perfectly fine. It's an episode that I just really like I said I really like Johnny Lee Miller. That's pretty much what's keeping me involved.
1: Yeah, it, I mean it it all revolve, you know, it's it's going to revolve around a case each week, but I like the story, you know, items the continual development of the characters in this first couple episodes of uh seeing where they're at, where they came from, you know, as they and as they go along, they'll probably develop more uh in the you know, bringing in, you know, the uh, a Moriarty character type thing and uh but right now uh it's it's just interesting seeing him sort of try and get back
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know to being what he was before his breakdown. And uh and I think they work him and Lucy Lou work really well off of each other in this sort of at some po- at some point in time they'll probably become you know Uh, actual friends where she'll stick around, you know, like Mm -hmm. past the time, past the uh, five weeks or whatever that she's been hired to uh, be his sober buddy. But I I like what they're doing with the the two characters. I like how they use her and, uh, you know, even like his comment, you know, about showing that she's not, uh, you know, useless to have around or whatever because she finds something in the apartment to show what he was saying is correct and about something being missing and I, mm-hmm. know, I just uh I, I think some of it'll depend on you know, continually depend on the cases and whether they can make him seem like the the brilliant detective uh continually. But you know, they they continue to do that on every other Sherlock type show, so yeah <laughs> that's on right now. So I'm I'm sure they can.
2: We'll see. We'll see what happens. Moving on. Revenge, season two, episode two, resurrection. I didn't expect him to bring Jennifer Jason Lee so into the story so quickly. The mother. I I did not expect that. Also, um I don't like Dilshad Redsary's character. And barely better. Huh? Barely better. I know, that's why I didn't like her. (laughs) We didn't get enough with her. We spent too much time with Declan, who I hate, and Fomanda, who I hate even more. And I hate that it's really uh, Jack's baby, and I hate Conrad, and I hate Ashley. Ugh! I mean, you would think I don't like the show with the way I'm going on about it, but I really do like Revenge. (laughs) I just, I hate a lot of the characters. Most of the characters. Almost all of the characters.
0: Okay, well, you're supposed to hate some of them. Yeah, I think, uh, well,
1: yeah, a a decent portion of the characters that you mentioned you're not really supposed to like, I don't think, um, but... Yeah, I think that uh, the Declan character is, as got mentioned last week, he's the annoying teenage character, not the not, not the playing the you know the annoying teenager uh, in in that that sort of dynamic. Yeah, the 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 Amanda stuff. I don't know. It gets uh, it helps convolute things, you know. <laughs> with, she
2: doesn't uh, open her teeth when she talks. She's like Trisha Helfer. Uh, we all know how I feel about Triv- Trisha Helfer's. I'm doing air quotes right now, acting, and that's what Infomanda does. And I hope Declan's in that boat on the bottom of the ocean.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but I I really like. Uh, I mean, the way that they bring uh, the plan that she comes up with to have herself be haven't been beaten and held hostage uh by by the white haired guy. Uh such a, a devious, you know, plan that uh, to get back and then, you know, who knows who knows what and they're trying to keep this story under wraps and
0: So hold on. Yeah. Does that confirm this is a question I had while watching it. Does that confirm that the FBI had nothing to do with her not being on the plane? Or not you know what I'm saying? No. That does not confirm it. I don't know
2: what you're saying. Was my answer.
1: In the first episode, she says that she it was being, she was hiding out, f- and the FBI knew and stuff like that. Were keeping her. Uh,
0: well, they not just that. That why they were the why they were, the evidence. Yeah,
1: why they were building a case and stuff like that. But in this episode, uh, it you couldn't come out with this thing, uh, with this whole plan to get back. And the FBI had known that she wasn't dead. Yeah, from that perspective, I think that does that confirms that she had heeded some, you know, the the other guy's uh, warning or whatever, not to get on the plane, and uh, and was you know working to get her and her daughter, uh, you know, out of the country and under you know another name, and and uh, that the FBI, you know, or the government had nothing to Nothing to do with it,
0: because
1: otherwise, when she tells this whole story about how, you know, that she was being held for ransom and stuff like that, the,
0: uh, you know, yeah, they should know. I mean, I was already a suspect because if the FBI were keeping her hidden, wouldn't they have somebody there?
1: Yeah, there would have been. Yeah, there, there. It wouldn't have been. People wouldn't have been able to just come up and knock on the door and come in.
0: But part of the reason I wondered about it was because I could have sworn it was the daughter who said that that was what happened. Um, But maybe she lied about it because she knew that they were going to leave the country. So never mind.
1: I'm pretty sure it was her when – oh, gosh. When uh, real Amanda showed up. Uh, Why can I not think of her her character's name?
2: Uh, Real Amanda? Yeah. Emily?
1: Yeah, Emily. When Emily showed up uh, at at that cabin – uh, I I think that's the story that she was told.
0: Okay, well I couldn't remember if if whatever her name is now I can't think of the daughter's name had told her the well, you story. Guys are,
2: you guys you
1: <laughs> terrible. I know. Fantastic you know that, day. <laughs> that's right. You know that one character with the with
0: the thing. Whatever, Miss Debbie Gibson.
2: It was only in my dreams. Anyway. <laughs> I background music.
0: I wanted to know that there wasn't evidence against what's his name still floating around out there.
2: I really like the guy who killed the white-haired man.
0: The mysterious man.
2: He's cute. He's all right. Yeah, they're gonna. Are they gonna try and make us believe that Emily actually had feelings for um what's his name? Or who? I don't. <laughs> <remember>. <laughs> Who are you talking
0: you, about?
1: Yeah, Who are you talking about there, Amory? Who, What's this Daniel? <laughs> that, that one guy
0: with the thing. Well, I think they tried to imply it last season, but I don't believe so. I don't think she had feelings for him. She's
2: a, I mean, sociopath. I don't... a sociopath. What? He's a sociopath.
0: Yeah. She I mean, was... I don't think she really had feelings for him. I, she's totally manipulating him in this situation. All right. She may be thinking to herself, maybe I could go back to him since I can't have Jack. Um, Except that she's still manipulating that situation anyway. I can't believe that Jack's the real father. Of course he is.
2: I know, but I didn't want him to be. Because I hate her. God. Anyway, revenge is off to a rip-roaring start. (laughs) And hopefully all the characters I hate die. Um... (laughs) Moving on. Um, Homeland. Season 2. Episode 2 root is back i gotta be honest folks i loved this episode the last five minutes of this episode were some of my favorite five minutes of all when saul found the data card that included the video that brody had made and i was just so blown away that they finally went there with that not finally already went there with that
1: yeah it's it's one of those things that you were like Okay, now that they have this information, how does that change the show going forward? Uh, you know, cause especially with you know her declara- declaration of how I've never been so sure about you know something and then been so wrong, and uh, yeah, and how that you know how that's helped to mess with her, you know, her psyche and the way that she is, uh. And but that you know we all know that she was right, and uh, you know what that'll do once she finds out that she was actually right, because uh, you know there's if you you know if you watch the whole video there's there's no other way to, uh, <laughs> to like interpret what he was what that video says uh, you know as as something other than uh, that he was going to be part of some plan or still is you know, or, you know, or was at the time. Uh, So it it definitely brings an interesting dynamic back into uh, this season, but it also puts you on that path where it has to be dealt with this season.
2: Yeah. Um, It's just so well done. I just love the show. Every, everybody is playing such an amazing role and oh my God, Claire Dane should win all the awards that ever existed because she's incredible. And I've seen episode three, and I've seen episode four, and my jaw is still on the floor. It's that good, people. You should all get Showtime just because of it. Um, I don't really have much else to say about it, though. Just so much I love it, and that it's unrivaled. Yeah, just uh,
1: well, just a you know, a continually great story week after week, where yeah, they you know something happens each week, but yet it's it's a continuing story. It really is. It really is a show like if you sat down to watch season one now, like on DVD or Netflix or something or, yeah, or, or, or however, uh, I don't even know if it's on Netflix, but, uh, anyways, on DVD that you would just, you know, you just blaze through like all 12 episodes just cause you're just like, I want to watch the next one. I want to watch the next one. Everyone. And like when the season returned, you know, like with the the first episode, you know, and you know, it's called the smile. And then that smile that she gives that, that whole, mm-hmm. You know her sort of feeling back in that, uh, you know that role that she, you know that thing that she's so good at, uh, you know sort of, and uh, then in this episode, you know it 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 drew me back in in the first episode. You're like, yeah, but then the way it ends, and then and then this episode, but this episode has that had that ending that you're just like, okay, <laughs> what does this mean for the show now? Like, where are they going to, where are they going to go? What are they going to do with this? I mean, it was such a great ending and, and such a surprise too. Like you knew that that video was out there someplace, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, that it had, it had been recorded and, you know, obviously it was going to be uploaded once he had, you know, exploded himself. So there was the potential for that to come out someplace. Uh, But for it to happen here, two episodes in uh, to the season, you were like, okay, that's a a little quicker than, but then it totally drew me back in. You know, you're like, oh, I want to watch the next episode.
2: Yes. Yes. That's how I feel now waiting for episode five. Um, so Homeland, amazing. Amazing. Moving on to reality television. Survivor of the Philippines this week. Could Michael Scoopin, Stupin, whatever his last name is, every freaking week he gets injured. He was he lost his first season cause he fell into the fire cause he fell asleep on top of fire and he burned his hands. So he was medically evacuated. So he was brought back and in like eight days that he's been on the Island or whatever, he's cut both of his hands. He's opened his head twice. He shattered um, a snorkel on his face. Like he shattered the goggles on his face. So he cut his face. He has cuts on both of his feet and on his legs. Like he's a walking disaster. I just don't want him to die on the Island.
1: Sounds like he shouldn't be allowed to leave his house, let alone he shouldn't
2: be on a reality like, game
1: show like this.
2: He gets hurt, like, cutting a coconut and building a shelter. Amazing. Um, but that's all I have to say about Survivor. I'm just really happy that Blair is there, that Penner has an idol, and uh, I hate that Brazilian chick. She needs a shutter trap. Um, so that's Survivor. Moving on to The Amazing Race.
0: Ray, do
2: you hate anybody
0: yet? Hmm. No. Me either.
2: Which I think is a good sign because we're two episodes in and I don't hate anyone. But I don't Perhaps. love anyone yet.
0: Yeah. I was watching it last night and at some point as I was watching I thought, I have no idea what's happening.
2: <laughs> yeah. And also, when the people that won the twins won, I actually was like, What? Like, how did I get so, I don't know, not paying attention that I just completely missed that they were in first place? And also, how much did it suck to see the person with no legs lose? I
0: know.
2: That was a surprise. They
0: didn't lose because of her no legs factor. They lost. They lost because...
2: because of the taxi guy.
0: Yep. Ugh, it's the worst.
2: I don't know. Seems interesting so far. I love some Phil. And... That's pretty much it.
0: I did love Phil's thanks for sharing your smell with me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they smelled disgusting. Do you see all of her hair going in that fish thing? Yeah, so, gross. <laughs> so gross. So gross. So um, gross.
1: I just wanted to say that between uh, – for all of you out there playing the uh, Amory Hates It drinking game, that uh, <laughs> between Revenge and the uh, – the reality check you're probably pretty sloshed by now
2: you might be drunk and I am I'm happy for you that you are drinking along with my game I haven't said I didn't hate it though did I? I said I hate it, hate it, hate it everybody on the show is on revenge um, okay, The Amazing Race. I'm still watching it I'll still watch it until the show is cancelled, but I really don't care about anybody yet so we'll see what happens actually i couldn't even tell you half the people's names at this point point. and i'm pretty sure the chippendales are in love with each other they just don't know it yet
0: <laughs> stay um, tuned for all
2: that and more now that my light bulb blew out it's very dark in my living room um all right that's reality back to life back to reality who sings that Huh, I gotta look that up. Um, TV on DVD picks for Tuesday, October 16th. Um, We've all chosen the same thing because, psych. Season six. I'll tell you what, if that show doesn't come back soon, psych, if that show doesn't come back soon, I'm going to bomb someone. Winter. Winter is three months long, four months long. That's not a good enough answer for me.
0: Well, that's what it says winter it was fall when yeah. I was there, and yeah. now it's winter
1: <laughs> yeah the yeah not not exactly uh yeah the the fall now winter, so what does that mean like december January, February
2: yeah, winter's over in March, so what if it doesn't premiere until March? Oh my God, we'll see what happens, but anyway, like season six was a great season, so. Everybody go buy it. it if you was, didn't get me a birthday present yet, I don't have it.
0: It was a great season.
2: It was a great season. It a long time. See? Yeah, See? And,
1: and at this point, you may, if you're a psych fan, you may need season six to hold you over until season yeah, seven until finally comes back. Yeah, of
2: 2075 when the show finally returns.
1: Uh,
2: Outro, oh, I, this is not related to anything, but I was listening to the Fugees, and I just really am sad that Lauryn Hill went downhill. Anyway, um, it made me think of it because the song Outro was just playing in my car, and now there's Outro written in this email. Um, In case you're wondering where my mind went, as people most often do. Website, Twitter, Facebook. I don't think that really
0: answers the question, though.
2: (laughs) What's the question? What's going on in my
0: mind? Where your mind went.
2: (laughs) Where is my mind? (laughs) Yes. Who sings that song?
0: Oh, God. Where is my mind?
2: (laughs) I got to Google that. So... You know where to find us online. TVtimes3.com. Spell it all out. Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher.com/slash-TV. Thanks to uh, Jennifer Howard for joining us on Facebook recently, and st- apparently there are Stitcher Awards 2012 nominations.
1: Yeah, Stitcher is doing an awards where you know fans of different shows from, that are on Stitcher can uh, nominate them, and so uh, we're. I just thought we'd. Uh... You know, ask if you go to uh, tvtimes3 dot com slash sa two thousand twelve, and it'll take you to uh, where you can uh, nominate uh, TV Times three under best film and TV under the best film and TV category.
2: So yeah, so go vote for us for best film and TV. Um, um, I can to say, sure
0: can. related to that. I actually really like the Stitcher app. So if anybody's looking for an app to listen to your podcast on, <laughs> I've been using it a lot.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, Firewall and Iceberg uh, from HitFix is out there. Uh, yeah, I don't listen to IGN them. has their their. Jane their Jane podcast Aaron does out there.
0: You should be listening to that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a you know there's a bunch of TV, movie, and everything podcasts out there. Yeah, and uh, uh, Antenna Free TV that we've had Joel on the show here. Their podcast is on uh, on Stitcher as well, and as Amory said stitcher.com slash TV, or if you just use TV, when you activate the app, we get a dollar for each uh, person that signs up using that.
2: Nice. Nice. So that's
1: using that. I'm sorry.
2: That's all of our stuff. Um, Next week. We're not recording at all. Or are you recording when you're in Vancouver? I mean, or Toronto. Uh,
1: No, probably not recording next week. uh, Since we'll be in Toronto on, on Monday for the, uh, the sci-fi, whatever they're doing up there, Set Visits, Warehouse You and team.
0: Kyle can record one about the Set Visits. Yeah,
1: it's possible. But I, as of right now, there might not be an, an episode next week. So listen to this one twice.
0: <laughs> you probably don't want to do that. <laughs> no, but
1: yeah. So it, the, it might be uh, until the, the week of the 22nd before the next episode is out. But we'll see uh, We'll see how it goes. I mean, maybe gather a couple people and re- we'll record something in Toronto.
2: Sounds good. Our music, when it wasn't provided by Debbie Gibson and the person who sings Where Is My Mind and the person who sings Back to Life, Back to Reality and Me, was provided by IODA PromoNet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records.
0: I like that you That's have all to right. in that rhythm now. <laughs>
2: I have to. I have to say it in that rhythm. It's always done in that rhythm. It's the only way I will keep it memorized. It's like a mnemonic device. All right. Yeah. All right, you guys. That's all she wrote. I got to go get a light on in this place and find a light bulb.
0: Have fun in Toronto.
2: Have fun in Toronto.
1: I'll see what I can do. Uh,
2: I'll see what I can do. I mean, <laughs> you're going to have fun. Tell Eddie that we
0: love him and that we're to Tell Eddie that we not... miss him
2: and tell Eric Balfour if he's there that I love him and I miss him terribly. You his
0: full name when you talk to Eric fucking Balfour. Please say,
2: Eric freaking Balfour, I need you to go visit Emery. Emery says hi. She misses you terribly. She had a great lunch with you that time and she wants to see you again. See how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note... I gotta go get some lights in this place. It's <laughs> so dark in my house right now. There are no lights on.
1: Podcasting oh after dark.
2: Oh my <laughs> god, that sounds <laughs> weird. Creepy! Alright, right, I'm off. I... Alright, bye. bye. Bye.
1: We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. I go into the outside world at all. It's such a fright. We
2: got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.